Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I am your host, Tim Lyons, in studio, sunny Scottsdale. The rain has gone away. Joined, as always, by the beast of betterment, Randy Engston. What's up, buddy? Beast mode. Beast mode is on. So check this out, guys. Big announcement. Uh, If you haven't heard, we're hosting our automation workshop April 23rd and 24th here in Chandler, Arizona at the Keep headquarters. If you've heard anything that you think at all when it comes to automation will help your business, this is the workshop to be at. Mm-hmm. We, this will be our second one. We're only better now than we were before. We had about 30 gym owners at our last one. We have room for more this time. We have a bigger room. But ticket prices do increase over time. So you need to jump on that now and get in this workshop. It is two days. Yes, you will have to fly out here. There is support calls after the uh, workshop. And I really, you know, like I said before, it is it is the best thing we've ever done for as far as the workshop goes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just speaking with somebody today, uh, they've been a user of Infusionsoft for the last four years. They actually had a custom design a custom campaign built by another, okay. you know, I'd say user of Infusionsoft at the time. Okay, um, They've been running it in their business, but even then they still feel like it, it leaves them wanting. Yeah. And so they're, they're very interested in the workshop and it looks like they're going to be here in April. So beautiful. Yes. Like I said, we, you got to fly out here and you know, some, this came up today and I don't, you know, by the time you listen to this, this may be not even a thing anymore. This coronavirus crap that you're hearing about. Um, the, the, the show will go on as far as we know, um, keep is, is committed to keeping a safe work environment. I don't think it's anything different than the damn flu personally. Nope. And, uh, nobody cares about the flu like they do this. So, uh, just to kind of throw that out there, we are, uh, keeping an eye on things. It is planning on going on April 23rd and 24th. My guess is by the time the workshop comes around that you wouldn't even be hearing about Mm -hmm. coronavirus anymore either. So. I just want to throw that out there in case you're worried about travel and all this stuff that comes uh, with, you know, this media blitz of uh, the scare tactics and everything. So <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, just keep your uh, hands clean and your good shape. So that's the way I look at it. So uh, how do we find the info on that? PFMarketingSolutions.com slash automation. Slash automation. God, that's right. And uh, so we look forward to hosting another amazing event. It just it just went off without a hitch last time. We yeah. brought, we brought catering in. Uh, the hotel is literally across the street from the mm-hmm. key headquarters. You just walk over, and we just get busy. So if you're the type of person like I am, you want to get away from your business to focus on it. Uh, this isn't a thing where you you're just gonna come and you know leave with something half done. This we get everything done in, in two days. So. I highly recommend it. This is one of the, the most impactful things that you can do for your business I, today. I'd say that this is probably the biggest thing that you're going to do for your business of this year, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. We've been using it for 10 years. We uh, productized it, and now we teach it, and uh, you know results have been amazing. So check that out, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation. 
on this episode, we've got a great topic today. Uh, something that kind of, you know, it took, I don't know, really stopping and looking at what was going on in the gym to, to kind of figure this out. Um, I'll, I'll take you back to a conversation I had with Zach about a month and a half ago where, you know, there comes a point in every business where you kind of reach, you know, reach, I don't know the word, mature, what's maturity. Mean? Maturity. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. You reach maturity where you're going to get to a specific amount of clients and the, you know even if your your churn is is staying constant at 3 or 4% as you grow your membership that from 300 to 400 you know 3 3% of 300 is 9 3% of 400 is 12 and you start losing more and more members because of the higher amount of people you have and then it keep, makes it harder and harder to replace now you got to replace 9 plus your additional 10 or 12 that that now that's 19 you got to bring on mm -hmm. just to just to grow and then the next you know by the time you get to 400 now you're trying to bring in 22 new clients at three or 400 bucks a month it gets to be tough and so we've never had a problem signing clients up but you know keeping clients has been always an issue for you know something at a higher price point if we were nine dollars a month nobody would leave sure uh, so at this higher price point, when pe when people start to feel the squeeze financially, they start looking at cutting things back. And sometimes, uh, you know, training at four or hundred dollars a month is you know one of the things on their list. Sure. And we got to looking at who's canceling. Like, let's look at the qualities of the clients that do cancel because everybody has it. You're listening on this show. You have people canceling. You had people cancel last month. You're going to have people cancel this month. It's just part of this business we're in. Uh, not to say that there isn't some gyms out there that don't lose clients for mm -hmm. a couple months in a row. I know we've lost zero clients last year for three months in a row is pretty mm -hmm. cool. It's a good feeling, uh, but eventually it catches up. It's an all of an average, right? Well, yeah. I mean, there's certain certain people in certain circumstances you will never do without. People move. People you move. Know, people unfortunately pass away. You know, things like that happen, and that's a fact of business. It fact is. of life. Fact of life. Right. And so we said, okay, why are these people leaving? Mm -hmm. Okay. And so we started looking at the qualities of these clients and, and trying to understand what is it? Why do they cancel? You know, of course, some of them move. Like, is it the said. characteristics of the behaviors, mindset? Mm -hmm. yeah. of the, my, definitely the mindset it came into play quite a bit. Like, what? Why do these people cancel? And if you go look at the records, we ask them the reason, and and it's always insufficient usage. If we're going to talk about people moving and you know losing their job and stuff, it comes down to insufficient usage is like eighty percent. Sure. So we believe that we have a great client experience here, and that's something we focus on. In fact, that was one of our main goals of the last six months. Was like, how do we keep the experience? the best experience. Like we, we have that saying, we want to be the best part of our client's day every day. It's still true today. You've, you've made it a mission for this year too, with the new standard. Yeah, we're mm -hmm. correct. That's, that goes into this as well. And so we said, okay, insufficient usage. If we have a great experience, we need the clients to show up to experience the experience. <laughs> yeah. But if they're not showing up, they're not getting the results, they're going to leave. And and so we, again, we looked at the clientele and we started looking at the mindset and we really categorize them into two categories really simply. On category one, we have these lifestyle clients. We call it the lifestyle mindset. Over in this group, these are the clients have been here for 10 years, eight yeah. years, five years. They're not going anywhere. Their goal, is, I mean, they just want to come in and work out. They They either don't work or they have part-time jobs, their spouses work, they have plenty of money and it's not a money thing ever. Sure. 
for the for this group. So this group is like, I just want to get in and work out. I want to, you know, be able to enjoy my life. I'm not looking for any specific result. I just want to feel better and know that personally I did something today. Mm-hmm. And those are the clients we always, whenever we had a policy change, we're always worried about losing those clients because they they are our foundation of it's the a, business. It's a bread and butter of the business for sure. Again, like I said, 10 years, we have clients that sign up at our grand grand opening still today, which is awesome. It's a great feeling. We see them, they're just part of the family. Oh yeah. And then on the other side, we had these, we call results mindset clients. And if they came in for a specific result and if they don't get that result, they're gone. Okay. And in order, and we all agree, in order to get a result, you have to come in and do the work. Sure. And so what we found was we were being really lax a days ago about letting people off the hook. And what I mean by that is like, they didn't show up today because they got busy at work. Okay. No problem. Yeah. No, no repercussion. No repercussion, no penalty. No, no, no reason like, okay, Hey, I can't make it in. I have, I don't have childcare. Hey, things are are a little crazy for me in my life right now. This is just a global throw that out there. Things are (laughs) busy. What does that even mean? Everybody's busy. And we started understanding like these people are leaving because they're not coming in. And because they're not coming in, they're not getting the result that they originally want for. And, And really it's not their fault. It's our fault. Sure. We had to take ownership of this and say, why are we letting these guys and girls sign up with us? The day they come in, they tell us they want to be held accountable. I haven't been able to get my results at the last place I was at. And they come in with this understanding that we're going to hold them accountable. And we, you know, in the over the last probably eight months, we said, you know, we got to hold these clients more accountable. And we put in like extra outreaches. If they, mm-hmm. we haven't seen them, we're calling them, we're texting them, we're getting them in. But really, it's before that is what we were missing. We were missing the fact that when they did call to say that they couldn't come in, we were letting them not come sure. in. We were letting that happen because we found that we were just being too much of their friend. Yeah. And they're not not their coach. Not their coach. And we had a massive training today. We actually decided to do a, a two-hour training on this with the team today. In fact, we, we decided as a team that, you know, well, at least me and Zach, that we're going to do these workshop Wednesdays, the first uh, Wednesday of every month, and really focus in on a specific thing. Um, that you know, with with this workshop, we rolled out about seven new policies. Nice, and we had to have buy-in because you know, if we roll a policy out, the coaches get questioned about it, and they say, "Oh yeah, Zach came up with that policy." I don't yeah. know where. It, okay, so I'll go over a couple of policies. Like, there is no late can like they're going to they're going to get a penalty for late canceling you know mm-hmm. late cancel for us is within a 12-hour window so if they cancel today at 8 p.m for a 7 a.m tomorrow that's a late cancel because sure. that's 11 hours and again we're going to roll this out and this is going to all happen on the 15th but that was a big one if they uh what was it oh no show is a is an easy one they don't sure. show don't call they're getting 25 dollars fee Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create 
an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. And when they come in and bitching about it, because this is- Because it will happen. It will happen. Why don't I get billed? Even though you've agreed to all this stuff ahead of time, it's to hold them accountable. Absolutely. And what's going to happen over time, either the $25 is going to change their mind and they're going to make this a priority or they leave or $25 isn't enough for them. And then we have to make that higher for those particular people. In fact, we had some clients in the past where we put like $1,000 in a jar. And if they don't hit their goal, we keep the money. Sure. And they needed that. They yeah. needed it for them. So there was that. There was a, we don't train clients unless they do the in-body that month. So the coach says, hey, did you do your in-body? No, go get on the in-body. I'm not training you. Because why are we doing the in-body? Yep. It's to track the progress. In the past, I don't want to do an in-body. I had a bad month. And then the next month, I had another bad month. And we're not holding them accountable mm-hmm. again. And then they get mad. They don't get the result. And then they leave. Well, yeah. And, and the in-body isn't, uh, you know, that's not a celebration. That is a measurement tool mm-hmm. to keep you on track. So if you know you had a bad month, get your ass on the in-body and prove it. Right. So that you're not in that same position than one month later. Like, I totally understand yeah. that. And yeah, and breaking that mindset and helping position that in their favor to To touch on that real quickly, because you mentioned, you know, like your brand promise is to be the best hour of your client's day every day, mm-hmm. best one hour of that, you know, their day. That can't happen if they don't show up. That's the point. And so, you know, like our, I was having a conversation with Owen, uh, one of our coaching clients. He's right. working on his brand promise as part of our coaching program, and he had a couple ideas. And I said, well, you know, you have to go back to what a brand promise is. And as a business, when you execute your brand promise you solidify the relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. And if you if your brand promise is being the best part of their day and they're not in your business, you can't yeah. execute on that. Right. So it's a, it's crystal clear that you need to get those people to show up. Got to get them to show Gotta up. So there them. has to be there has to be repercussions for them not. Yep. And we went through every objection we could think of. I don't want to get on the embody today. What what would he say about that? Uh, or I don't have childcare. Or I got stuck at work or I overslept. Those are all things that will have, they do happen sure. every single week. We get those, those reasons as why somebody can't come in for their session. Mm-hmm. And we've got um, rebuttals or whatever the word is. We have our communication protocol now that goes towards each one of those. Sure. And it turns out to be a win-win. So we spin it in a way that we understand X, Y, Z, but let's find a solution that maybe does this, this, and this for you. Yes. We, we have to. And it's just... You know, and I was giving you kind of some of the numbers of last year. If we just kept half of the people that we lost, we'd be in a different sure. stratosphere. Yeah. Different stratosphere. And it happens to every gym out there that's listening. You're losing people. And it's because they probably live in the results mindset of the two groups, either lifestyle or results. And if they're not getting the results, they're going to leave. And so it takes it back to to get the results. You need to show up. 
And if they're leaving for insufficient usage, it's because it's our fault. We didn't hold them accountable to showing up. And so we put, you know, like I said, seven new kind of policies in place that we're going to roll out and it's non-negotiable. Yeah. It's non-negotiable. And and it went back to starting thinking about some, we've had some great coaches here that, you know, they're not here or they moved on or whatever it was. And some of the best ones were more of that military mindset. Sure. It was not an option. You are training today. Yeah. You need to make this part of your day. Well, and then a couple of the things that we were talking about beforehand in order to, because because ultimately the goal is not to punish the client monetarily. The goal is to get their asses back in the gym. Correct. So why don't you talk, talk about some of the things that you guys have built into the, that policy so yes. that it, it's still in the client's favor somewhat. So that's not just a slap in the face, you know, and then Pay now me. you hurt somebody type of. Yeah. And the big thing, and I, and I was telling you this before, this, we don't want this to come across as a money grab. Exactly. We don't want to try to like make money. In fact, I would hope we, we made zero money because that means people are here. People are showing up. Yeah. So the late fees and all that stuff, the late cancellations and stuff. Yeah. So they, they're going to get, they're going to pay an extra 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. But that 25 bucks is going to go into a pot. And that pot that could be used to buy an additional training session. So our one-off fee for a training session is semi-private is 50 bucks. So it makes the math really easy. You no-show on us twice, at least you can get one of those back. And that's how we're trying to spin this to say, hey, you know, we don't want to make the money from you from this. We want you showing up. So let's not take these sessions away and bill you the $25. Let's, let's have you buy those back. Sure. Uh, but they it still feel it though because it's two for one really they're paying they're losing two sessions to buy one back, you know and it's just that's how that's what we came up. We also built in a new policy that says typically our sessions like if you have eight, up to eight a month it's user lose it. Mm-hmm. But what happens is you know they go on travel or they go get sick and they're trying to freeze to get those sessions back and they're gaming the system. So we said screw that, let's just allow them to use those sessions over a rolling 60 days. So if they screw up this month, at least they can make it up next month. And we have to track that a little bit differently. But that way it was, it's like, hey, we still want you using these sessions. Even if you didn't get them in this month, let's let's double up next month. And then they they still come in. So like we, again, everything focuses on getting them in here. The attendance. Not sure. taking the sessions away per yeah. se, and not trying to make money from these clients. It's to get them to be here. And when they're here, the ones that are here, they stay here. Yeah. The ones that don't, based on the 80% of the people that left, is insufficient usage. They're not in. And so it gets into the psychology around, you know, how do they prioritize their health over their work and health over their childcare and health over everything else in their life? They wouldn't be here. They didn't sign up for us if they didn't think health was important. Absolutely. So we're now we're bringing it back to the forefront. And I think if, if, the gym owners listening to this podcast can really focus on what the clients you're losing and why you're losing them. This probably is going to make a lot of sense. And and it just took getting, you know, sitting down and analyzing it a little bit closer. And I really got to, you know, give credit to Zach on this because he's, you know, in that chair, he sees this happening day in and day out. He's like, what is going on? Like, why are these people leaving? And we did a slideshow and he put this great presentation together. (laughs) I mean, I got to give him props for that, but he, um, he said, over the last year, we signed up X amount of people, and he showed pictures of all the clients that signed up, but we lost this many people, mm-hmm. and he showed pictures of those, and we're like, oh, yeah, remember that guy? He was awesome. This guy was loved us. Why did he leave? Mm-hmm. And then came up with the stats, insufficient usage. It just, life gets in the way, sure. and we didn't hold him accountable to being here, and that's our fault. 
Hey, Tim Lance here, and I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it, so keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. So um, that's that was the big takeaway from the training today and what we did with the team. But I think this really was a great podcast topic because I know this is happening. Yeah, so it's it, ultimately it's taking ownership of your client's attendance. Yeah. And it sucks because, you know, as coaches, as trainers and you and your lifestyle, like we're going to go to the gym. It's sure. just part of our day. But we'd probably fit in the lifestyle. Group. Yeah. It's not yeah. the other group where everything else is more important than working out. Everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. It's still I, a burden to be in the gym. They're still complaining uh, about the workout afterwards. They're yeah. still, yeah. I have, a, I have a client in town. We got to go to dinner. I can't make my training sessions. Well, you kind of knew that guy yeah. was scheduled like <laughs> yeah. two weeks ago. You should have like yeah. come in this morning. It just, it cracks me up too, because like everybody works from the schedule and everybody. your workouts are pre, you know exactly when you go into the gym before you go. It's yeah. not like, like these are last minute. Most of them aren't last minute things. These right. are, this is the accountability that when you have a coach holding you accountable, a lot of this fluff and a lot of these BS excuses yep. tend to just go to the, go away. And that's, that's ultimately because- if you look at the whole thing, right? Yeah, you got all those pe- people that are are in the results pot, mm-hmm. but what it takes to get them from that results pot to the lifestyle pot is consistency. Consistent, you're right. Like, mm-hmm. like none of us, you know, when you show up and you begin a fitness program, it sucks. When you're not seeing the result yet, it sucks. Before you get that satisfaction of, hey, my work is this is paying off, it sucks. Once you start to see a result, now watch out. Now yeah. that train's in, you know, motion, and now stopping that. Yep. is an entirely different struggle. Yep. Yeah, so getting people from moving from that one bucket to another through, and, and I like it because there are ways of encouraging that client to show up. And then you can use what they told you at their initial consultation as far as what they desire out of this program mm-hmm. to reinforce the reason that they're experiencing either a, a late payment or excuse me, a, you know, a late cancel payment, payment yeah. or, or something like that, or late, the late ability payment. to, hey, buy another session. Ultimately, we just want you here. You told me that you want me to hold you accountable so that you're coming and getting a result. You're not showing up. What can I do differently in order, you know, like this is what you told me to hold you to. I'm not penalizing you any more than you told me to ask. You've asked for me to. Yeah, exactly. And that's the beauty of it. It's it's not above and beyond. We just realized we were being their friends instead of being their coaches. And so we went back to everything's a coaching opportunity. Every excuse they give us is another coaching opportunity. Everything that we're doing, we're... And it goes back to like, you've had that football coach where when they walk in the room, you kind of like sit up in your oh, chair because yeah. there's respect there. I think be, becoming their friend is, you know, backfires on you because then they just expect you to let them off the hook. And now you get this weird relationship. Like I'm supposed to hold you accountable. But we just had drinks last night or mm-hmm. last weekend. And now we're like cool on the friend game. But I think there's a difference. I mean, it, it's tiptoeing, you know, it's a fine line, but I think that you can be friendly as a coach yeah. without losing credibility and mm-hmm. you know the authority we people are coming to us literally as the experts and when we let them down or let them out 
it's on, it is on us. It's on and us. That, it's, yeah. it, and that's ultimately the ownership and the accountability of what you guys are doing to, yeah. to hold them accountable. That's all you can do. You can't change that personality or that person and expect them to just change overnight and yeah. start showing up. But you can put systems in place to encourage them to do the things that they said they said they wanted. They wanted. And it's tough because it's you're right. Like, how do you get somebody to just want it more? And it's really hard to do. And mm -hmm. I think getting them results does start changing them, sure. getting them to want, like you said before, it gives them into the other bucket because now it's like it's too hard to stop. I'm already this far into it and they're getting results and this is great. And they're encouraged all along the way Yeah. to, I don't know where I was going with that, but, but that's really what we're trying to get to, Yeah. period. And being too nice to them and letting them off the hook and not getting them a hard time and not trying to get them rebooked it just backfires and then they leave because it's just they don't see the value in what they're doing they're paying yeah. for it they're paying for it and not using it mm -hmm. and if we just did a better job of holding them accountable i think this is all going to change and yes that's why they walk in the door because mm -hmm. they can't do it themselves and we just can't be nice anymore it just has to be this way and so I'm glad we're doing it. It's long overdue. I think it's just we became the friendly place to be. And, you know, and, you know, guys, this this goes to show you like 10 years in business and doing fine. We just always try to improve constantly. I mean, like if we don't, we're going to die. Yep. So eventually you guys are going to come around to this point. Maybe you're not losing clients. Maybe you're new enough to where you, you just you're just managing 50 clients and not 350 clients. It's a different game once you get to that point. And when they're paying as much as they do, then there's really, they have some really, they look at their budget and they start really looking at like, what am I spending the money on? That goes back to the sale. We've had the conversation around the sales aspect of selling a you know higher price package as well. There is an accountability factor when somebody is paying good money for something. You value that service mm -hmm. or that product more. It's just the way it is. That's a reason that you know we all turn and look at a Rolls Royce when it drives by and not the Honda. You know what I mean? Like there's something about that. There's value there. And when you can hold somebody accountable just from them signing on the dotted line, that's their first step into first accountability. Step, yep. And so when you execute that, and I know you guys have been building, we've talked about it here, right? Through the CLA and the, the automation, building in some touch, touch points, points yeah. when it comes to accountability to, again, bring that gap, even shorten that gap. Yeah, I mean, I guarantee this year is going to be a different look. Yeah, it has to. So yeah. here's the take home for everybody listening. Go into your past, whatever, six months of cancellations and start analyzing these people. Figure out, number one, what's the reason why they canceled? If they moved, you can't really do nothing about that. You can't. No. If they died, you can't do nothing about that. Because If you can, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny story. Not, God, not funny at all. I mean, what am I talking about? We've had more deaths in this in this gym not in the physical gym but like clients that Client, passed yeah. away then i care to admit well yeah it's sad it's uh we've had a couple suicides we've had some cancer and some you know illness stuff we've had car accidents we've had i think the you know not to, to pull some positivity out of a, a somber situation yeah i think the beauty in that is the fact that you guys one you know this because you have a very good Relationship, relationship yeah. with your clients. E again, even on that tiptoe in the line, right? The relationship of just the execution of the, the service and the business is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, you know, knowing, go back to your, your standard and some of those values, you like asking open-ended questions and getting in and understanding some of their lives without necessarily being part of it. It creates some of that, but that has led to long-term relationships. 
Definitely. And so, you know, when you have somebody in your in your ecosystem for 10 years, you know, as they begin to age, that becomes a pro- that becomes a chance, you know, things chance, like yeah. that. So, yeah. um I think that that is there's also beauty in the fact that, you know, you have a lot of clientele that have been here for a very long time, so some of those are just natural processes throughout yeah. that. Yeah, so. it's true. It's true. So go back and analyze it. If they're if they're moving, you can't do anything about it. You can't do anything about the deaths, but you can do something about insufficient usage. You can. Yes. And I bet if that's one of your things on your reasons why people cancel, I bet that's number one. I bet it is. And it goes back to like, what are we really, uh, what is our product that we're offering? Mm-hmm. Our product isn't necessarily the workouts. Our product mm-hmm. is the end result. So we're making widgets and the widgets are better looking, better, healthier people at the other side of the conveyor belt, right? They're going down the process. And if we're not popping those out because they're not on the conveyor belt, <laughs> right? We we all know if they're here training hard, listening to what we're having to say, they're going to get results. Absolutely. But if they're not here, that's where the issue is. And then that's where we figured out why aren't they here. And then we figured out what the policies were. And now that's going to change again, but for the better. So I love it. So do that as an exercise in your uh, particular fitness facilities and your gyms, and I bet you can find some improvement areas. And that's just a good topic. I mean, that's a good activity to do to understand the service that you provide to your marketplace, who you should be marketing to as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the more you understand the ideal avatar client, you know, again, personality types, mindset, a lot of it's not just male, female, age, like there are characteristics that we, I mean, we could tell, damn wine. Wine is an absolute, you yeah. know, quality of the characteristics of the individuals that train here. Absolutely. It's just, it, 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 above average. Yeah, we did know, so. We did wine night like a couple times last year and it's like everybody shows up for that. Like what? <laughs> they leave us good wine too. Yeah, we, yeah we, I, I'm telling you, we're going to do a wine Wednesday, one of these. Well, Dang. Let's sneak one out here. All right, guys, so that's it for this episode. Hopefully you took some value from that. We would love a review, a rating and review. Those go a long way to, to help our, our reach to help our ranking. Uh, one thing that I would tell you that we probably didn't do the right way because we didn't know it in the beginning when we titled the podcast, it doesn't have the word fitness in it. So we don't organically rank for fitness business. We didn't know better, right? We just went to, with built to grow. Built I, like, to grow. I, like the, I like the built to grow anyway. I like it better than saying built to grow a fitness business podcast. You know. <laughs> so anyways, uh, what I'm saying by that is that, you know, the ratings and reviews are really what helps us get some, get some traction get some rankings. And, uh, it allows know. us to help more owners. That's ultimately why we're here. Period. That's yep. it. We can't do that without you guys help. All right. There you have it. Thank you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the built to grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you got to do is join our private Facebook group, Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals right now. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you join, we're going to give you free access to our 10 fitness marketing strategies, seven-figure gym owners use to win. All right, I look forward to you joining us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great.